<laughs> I don't know what's happening. What what's happening? What do you mean? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> just technology. Technology. I'm shopping for a Bluetooth keyboard right now, and I don't know if I really need one, but playing Final Fantasy on the PS4 would be nice to have a key without having to unplug yeah. my plug my keyboard. Yeah, I have just yeah one of those wireless thingies. Um, I just wish I wish the PS4 had more USB ports. Yeah, I could get one of those too, but I think I'd rather have a Bluetooth one. All my devices are Bluetooth except my Xbox, and I don't think I'm going to be typing on that. So if I ever upgrade it to the Slim, that has Bluetooth. So I think I'd rather mm-hmm. a Bluetooth than a USB dongle one. They have foldable keyboards, but only one foldable keyboard has a trackpad. Bastards. Uh, USB. Um, no Bluetooth. Uh, I think. I don't know. I don't really like the trackpad on mine on your keyboard i don't know why yeah on my wireless keyboard thing i don't know i don't like i'm just not used to but really at all but nice to have one i suppose just as i have it there so sort of different um lengths and widths and yeah i think it's too small that's the problem i have with it (laughs) the trackpad on this one is huge 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 is it too big to put in my backpack? If I need. Why would you take be putting in your backpack? Well, I was I was wondering if I had a if I needed to type some kind of long email and I don't have my laptop uh, with me, I could do it on my phone using the keyboard. Which is why I was thinking like the yeah. foldable foldable one would be nice. I can always have it in my backpack, and then if I really need to, I can break it out and use my phone as a you know because it's a fairly large phone. It's a phablet. So I could compose something really lengthy on that without having to hit yeah. my laptop. Some mail at spartacast.com if you have any keyboard recommendations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have feedback this week. Um, Good. Yes, we have feedback from Robin. Yeah, I'll find it later. <laughs> Let's not forget to... <laughs> yeah, just don't let me forget. I'll find it. <laughs> um so yes, we are here today to discuss two new episodes, two more episodes of Spartacus' Blood and Sand, Horror and Party Favors. Matteo, do you have any fun facts or historical facts for us today? I have both a fun fact and an historical fact. Which one do you want? First? Okay. Uh, the fun fact. Well, the fun fact is about milk baths. Fats and proteins found in milk, particularly whole milk, may help to hydrate skin and retain moisture after you step out. Because of the moisturizing fats in milk, it may help to calm redness from a sunburn or reduce some of the dryness and itching caused by skin conditions such as cirrhosis or eczema. Also recommends rubbing full-fat yogurt on your skin if you need a quick way to soothe your irritated skin. One of my 2017 goals will be to take a milk bath. And I'll report back uh, if, if it works or not. Please do. Where can you? Where, I guess you can just go somewhere and do that, or you, do you, you just could do, you, make your own? Um, I don't have the nicest tub. I have a pretty awful tub, but <clears throat> this is how you would make your scented milk bath. I, I'll read the list of ingredients. Okay. Two cups whole powdered milk, half a cup of cornstarch, half a cup of baking soda, 
and about 10 drops of an essential oil of your choice, such as lavender oil. Okay. So the cornstarch will help soothe and relieve your dry, itchy skin. The baking soda is a skin softener, and the milk will help your skin retain its moisture. And you combine the milk, the cornstarch, and baking soda into a large glass container, put the lid on it, you shake it until the powders are mixed, then you remove the cap, you add the oil, you recap the jar, shake it to combine, and then let it sit for 24 hours before using, just to let the ingredients and the oils combine, stored in a cool, dark place. Then you pour one to two cups of the milk bath into hot, running water. So it's not completely milk, milky, your water. You're not you just buying jugs of milk. <laughs> okay. That, that'd be expensive. You just combine yeah. it with uh, the hot water. So, well, you can also try that and let me know how it works. Okay. I'm looking at Target's website. They have some kind of thing they call milk bath with shea butter. I don't know. Probably just rather make my own. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, it could be a, a nice project. <laughs> Lucretia's milk bath. Yeah, Lucretia's milk bath. You should sell it like in an Etsy store. Proceeds on the <laughs> podcast. I got a candle yesterday that was from uh, an Etsy store from a witch, I guess. It was a birthday present. It's really, really strong. It's like I don't even have to light it, and I can smell it, like, all over the place. It smells pretty good. Oh, nice. I, I'm out of <laughs> candles. I have, like, one little candle left. I like to use them to remove the stank from my apartment. I have to uh, <laughs> go to the store and buy some more. I, I like going <laughs> after the holidays. When they're on discount, you can get. Yeah, they're really. Ch- yeah, they're really yeah. cheap. Uh, after Christmas, and you can after and after the winter season. Yeah. And I like the Christmas scents. You know, I like a pumpkin pie scent. I like a you know cranberry scent, like pine scents. You know, anything that is so supposedly traditionally a winter scent, I don't mind smelling that year round. I don't. I like cookie scent sometimes and cinnamon. Um, I would like candles. Just any time, but yeah, especially like if I don't know, like sometimes the garbage, <laughs> like when the garbage needs to go out, I'll like come home like whoa, <laughs> yeah, I need to take the garbage out <laughs> like a candle. So yeah, I have and to everyone's take my garbage out too. I've been using the candle to get a little more <laughs> use of that the... garbage bag. <laughs> <clears throat> um, How so about these my... gladiators? What's that? You think gladiators <laughs> How about these gladiators? Yeah, they probably get you know pretty raunchy in there sometimes. Oh, I bet. One of my notes actually was one of my notes uh, was like, what's the temperature on the set? Like, what do you think? Like, they're nearly naked. Yeah. The crew. I know it was. I know. I think. Uh, like, I think I remember them saying on the commentaries, like sometimes, like, oh, it was really cold when we did this or something like that. But I don't know. Maybe in. I don't know. They're also very sweaty, but that could be fake. Yeah. They, they, maybe yeah. they spray them with a bottle of water and go, you're hot. Well, the, right. well, the actual yeah. temperature in the place is like 60 degrees because all the crew people are wearing coats. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be curious. Uh, my yeah. historical fact is about the game that they were playing in, I don't know what episode it was. If it was the first one or the second one. But they were playing Roman chess, which is also known as Lentriculi or Ludus Latricanolium. <clears throat> That's terrible. Or Latronas. It's the game of brigands. It's a two-player strategy board game played throughout the Roman Empire, and it may have had a, an influence on the development of early chess. And some of the moves sound familiar, like the king can only move one square at a time. 
but to win you don't have you don't capture the king you basically surround it like immobilizing the opponent's king okay the pawn can move between two opposing pieces without being captured i don't know if you ever played chess but there's something like that in in chess called empassance where it can pass through two pieces okay uh, yeah i've never played you never played chess no well, this no. <laughs> seems a lot like chess, although uh, historians and scholars differ on what the rules are or the size of the board because there's just a lot of inconsistency, you know, from way back yes. when they they yeah. dig things up and it this looks a little different that this board looks different from that board because you don't know if one was homemade and one was, you know, they bought it at whatever the Roman equivalent of Walmart would be. So, <laughs> like what's true and what's not and, you know, you know how rules of games change throughout history. Yeah. But one, just one, like the interesting thing about um, Lantraculi here, if this is indeed a true rule, is that you can't repeat sequences of moves. The same position, so here, the same position with the same player cannot, cannot move that same move more than three times in a game. After the third occurrence, that position is illegal. So mm. I don't know how you keep that straight in your head, though. I don't know. But it says you to immobilize the opponent's king and win. You don't even have to surround them. You just have to make sure that they can't move anymore because of illegal moves due to repetition. And I'll do they have? I'll put a picture of a oh, yeah. game in the Skype just so that you can see, and uh, maybe we'll include it when we post this episode. But it looks pretty much like what they were playing. Yeah, I thought they were playing like Othello at first. I was like, is that <laughs> Othello? Is that checkers? No, it's. I just saw just black and. Problem. White, and I was thinking about the game that on Lost, that Jacob and his and the Man in Black were playing together. For anybody that saw Lost, um, as that was that a real game or was that fake for the show? I think it was a fake for the show. Um, if you buy the the Blu-ray set, you actually get little pieces included in the box set. Oh. I've never tried playing it. <laughs> um, I wonder if you can buy like Star Trek chess. I want to that? say you can. I want to say I saw okay. it in a catalog once. Okay. Or Wizard's Chess. <laughs> or um, what's the one from The Magicians called? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Did I even get that far in the show to see that? <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, I need to finish watching that because the new season's coming. I've seen advertisements for it. It's called okay, I've got yeah. Can't find my notes. Okay. I'm sorry, what's that? It's a good show. The Magicians is a really good show. Books are terrible, but the TV show is really good. Right? Highly recommend. Yeah. I don't know if I said it on this show or not, but yeah, I could not get through the books. <laughs> I could not get that far. I just hated everybody, but watching the show was not so bad. No. I, I like Quentin in the television series. I think he's really yeah. um, affable. Where in the book, he's an asshole. Yeah, if I hate all, if I can't find any character that I like, sometimes it's hard to watch, which is why I didn't get very far into Farscape, because I didn't really like anybody on the show. But anyway, so the first episode today is called Hoa. Hoa. Whore. 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 Okay. <laughs> it was uh, it originally aired March 19, 2010. Directed by Michael Hurst, who directed another episode of Eolus from yes, Hercules. Eolus from Hercules. Hercules. And it was written by Daniel Nauf, who Daniel Nauf, yeah. is best known as the creator of Carnival. 
one of my top five favorite shows of all time. <laughs> uh, I should have had him on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, I, I love Carnival. Libertarians <laughs> <laughs> aren't all bad. I, I read his posts on uh, Facebook sometimes, and it's a little like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I can see what you're saying, but I don't know about all that. Some of, yeah, I know some libertarians are uh, are not they're not terrible. <laughs> we just lost no, the libertarian audience. People. No, I never said that. Some of their views are out there, yeah. Um, so there's a comment. Carnival, so he gets a pass from me for all things. Also, and he wrote a really great episode of The Blacklist last season. Oh, really? Right around that show. Okay. I saw that he was still, still chugging along out there. It's gotta suck though. You you create your prestige drama for cable, and you put your heart and soul into it, and it is all you. It's your total concept, and then it doesn't last but two seasons, and now you're just a TV writer for hire again. Did he leave Carnival after... Because then Rod... Um... No, Ron Moore left. Ron Moore was okay, well. part of the first season because the network said Daniel Knopf was just too green to run his own show for the first season, so they partnered him with Ron Moore, and then uh, Moore left. Okay. And I don't know if they left... If they departed amicably or not. See, he's... Uh, he was worked on Dracula. Yeah, I, didn't last I think he did that one. Dracula, Spartacus, my own worst enemy. So there is a commentary for this episode by Andy Whitfield, Lucy Lawless, and Viva Bianca. Seemed like, I mean, they also did the commentary for the next episode. It seemed like both times, like they were already in the middle of a conversation when the commentary started. I think they I just know. put them down in a room for. 13 hours because you're watching all <laughs> yeah. <the> episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll use the best ones. Because they were, yeah, they started out, they started the first, the first few minutes they were talking about the previous episode where the guy got his dick cut off. They're talking about that for the first part of the commentary. Well, it stays with you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean. I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. It didn't for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, yeah, I guess I did. You know, it's been a few weeks. I guess I had kind of forgotten about that, but then it's like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Poor guy. I saw the pop-up history. They said that Capua was 125 miles south of Rome. It was the center of gladiatorial training. Hmm. So I think this was the episode where there's a lot of, or maybe it's the next one, but you do see a little bit of Duro and Agron, the two German brothers, yeah, I know they become regulars on the show, or one of them does. They haven't done anything for me yet. Yeah, they're getting integrated. Um, they they need to be. Maybe they will now, now that Varro is gone. <laughs> uh, and there are some stuff about the island of Lesbos. I guess when Lithia and Lucretia were kissing, that came up. <laughs> the timing of some of these facts. <laughs> like, I guess the island, um, they wanted to, ch at some point, they, I guess pretty recently, I guess, maybe they got tired of that name or that association and they wanted to change their name or something. I wasn't paying that close attention. The Isle island of Lesbos? Yeah. Is it no longer the island of Lesbos? I'm not sure. Well, maybe the capital city was what changed its name. I should have looked that up. 
Let's go. Sometimes referred to as Mytilene after its capital is a Greek island. Sometimes referred to as what? I'm sorry. Mytilene. Yeah, the capital is Mytilene. I guess they wanted to change their name of the entire island to Mytilene. Wanted to be known as that. Yeah, I'm just happening. It looks like paradise. Let's <laughs> be in paradise. I just meant paradise. <laughs> it's like oh, I know. No. I know. <laughs> I mean beautiful views and buildings and mm, let's move there. So wanna <laughs> <laughs> let's go let's do the podcast. Matt and Will are moving to the Isle of Lesbos. <laughs> One time a friend like sent me a, he had this idea to go to Greece for like a vacation and sent me this link to like these really cheap hotels and the view from the hotel is like fifty dollars a night and the views are just so awesome. Just gotta be careful you're not getting like scammed like the yeah. Pictures on hostel. <laughs> you know, would end up dead. What if we got these cheap Americans to come to our fifty dollar a night hotel? <laughs> Vacation of the of a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> your lifetime ends soon after you get there. Pretty much. So what are Lucretia's friends, Lucinia? She wants to fuck a gladiator. Boy does she. She's the doesn't want anybody to know. Who's, yeah, who's he's Marcus Crassus. Is he the blonde one? He's, um, he's someone we haven't met. Someone we, we haven't met. He, uh, okay. He's a really important figure in Roman history, um, but I didn't bother to research because I think he comes. I think we'll. I'm not sure if we. I think we do meet him. Maybe I don't know. But I forgot. I could have. I'd have time to look him up later. But he's like really wealthy and powerful. Apparently, really well known. I'm really shocked that we haven't seen Craig Parker since the first episode, <laughs> the first two. Yeah. And I know he's in it later because, yeah. again, I know certain things about the show. But I'm just surprised he's been absent all season. It's, it's a little strange. Maybe maybe they just couldn't afford him at first. They couldn't afford his salary demands. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> um, Whenever we watch these episodes, I always forget every character's name. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, it goes like two weeks between recordings for us. Robin kind of makes note of that. I think a little bit. I don't like skim to feedback how you know, just make up names for people. <laughs> um, That's what I've been doing. I mean, there's there's John Hanna, there's Zena, there's John Spartacus, uh, <laughs> Tiffany and Thad. I don't know their real names. Who is I remember Crixus. I re- always remember okay. Crixus. Okay. What's happening in this episode? I'm trying to. I just watched this episode last night, and I'm looking What's, at notes trying to remember what what is happening. <laughs> um, well, there's a problem with all these episodes, which is that not a lot happens for the first 50 minutes, but stuff happens in the last five minutes. Okay. There's a lot of moving pieces around. Um, well, I guess I can start at the top of my notes, which is that Varro is very regretful for the way he acted toward his wife. And I believe okay, I yeah. chastised him previously when I said, you know, she said she was raped. She's carrying the per- the guy's child. Don't don't be an asshole. Don't cut yeah. your wife and, and your son, your biological son. They need you. And he is like, I was a schmuck, and I'm sorry. I'm never going to take her for granted again. I'm going to tell her how much I love her. We're going to get through this. Spoiler alert. He sends, but- <laughs> he sends Asher looking for her. And Spartacus is going to pay... Oh, to send a message to her, and Spartacus is going to pay for it, I guess. Because he's actually got... He doesn't, you know, gamble all his money away like some people do. 
Um, Elithia finds out that uh, Lucinia wants to fuck a gladiator, and she wants to fuck a gladiator too. She wants Crixus. Yeah, she doesn't make Xena very happy. Oh yeah, uh, she yeah. she threw a fit. Like it's like, how did she explain getting that? Up? Oh, she explained it because uh, she said that Elithia's you know treated me like shit. But <laughs> I think she's really mad that uh, Lithia wants to fuck Crixus. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because how can she like love Crixus? How could she be in love with Crixus? That I don't doesn't know. Feel genuine. So if she's if he's just a cock, just you know, then what does she care if? But he Olympia worships her. If it wasn't that their deal, he worships her. I, and no, <laughs> you don't buy it. I I buy that she enjoys fucking him, but I don't buy that she would care if somebody else did, unless mm. she just views him as a possess uh, as a possession and. He's her possession alone. This feels like the second time she's like freaked out about Crixus in front yeah. of her husband and played it off as something else. And I don't understand why he can't see through this and realize that she's sleeping with him. Would he even care? <laughs> um, probably. I mean, they, maybe they, I don't know. They, they fuck their slaves like that's what they do, right? They do it in front it's of each okay. other. Yeah. If if she loved him. That would set them off, but so and they want to make have, sure they have. They still have sex with each other, so yeah. It's not like she's I saying I don't want to have sex with you. I want to have sex with Crixus. She's just doing all. Everyone's doing everybody. <laughs> I think it's just another one of those things where it's okay for the man, but not okay for the woman to go off and. Yeah, that's that's probably true. See, they want to make sure that uh, Spartacus is, is ready for Lucinia, so they send a um slave to get him ready it was mira played by katrina law who if you watch arrow you've probably seen her on there did she go topless on that show no probably not. I, I stopped watching arrow like around the time her character showed up i need to go back and get caught up i don't think i finished the first season uh, I, I find it much like supergirl which i was also trying to watch that the plots just start to repeat themselves and about midway through the season, it's like, I feel like I've seen everything that this show has to show me. I stopped watching in season three, I think. And I think that's when I was starting to get a little bored with it. I thought season two was really good. Maybe one was pretty good. Um, I haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow. I haven't seen Supergirl. All these shows that I keep saying I'm going to get caught up on, they're like, they're still producing like 22 episodes a season. Yeah, and I, I, it seems like there's no way I'm going to get caught up. Flash, Arrow, Agents and, of S.H.I.E.L.D. And now they're all crossing over with each other, which is great. Yeah. But I just, <laughs> I, don't, I would feel like if I'm not watching all of them, I wouldn't enjoy the crossovers as much. I, I just wish yeah, they were all see, I would love crossovers, yeah, but I'm so far behind. I like hear about all this stuff that happens and all these crossovers. I'm like, uh, don't even want to watch it now. I really uh. do enjoy Supergirl when I watch it. It's very light and fun. Callista Flockhart is fantastic. <laughs> and the effects are really good for TV. The special effects. They, they make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. look like shit. <laughs> oh, really? Even on the CW? Um, well, I haven't gotten to the CW yet. It's possible that they took a budget cut. 
on CBS though, season one, which I'm watching on Netflix, looks pretty good. It's a fun, it's a fun time. Did you know that according to the pop-up history, the average healthy man under 30 ejaculates in one to three minutes with steady vaginal thrusting? One takes about, t- yeah, yeah, takes women about 11 minutes to orgasm. Mm. So is that in the pop-up facts? Yeah, when the slave goes to see Spartacus to make sure he's capable of, you know, <laughs> to get him warmed up, I guess. Or hone his skills. Mm-hmm. It makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is the stuff you learn watching Spartacus. Um, so what did you think about Asher um, wanting to get back into the, <laughs> back <laughs> into the fighting? I like that he was upstaging Crixus. Crixus is like, I'm back. I'm ready to I'm ready to compete again. And and Asher's like, I'm here too. <laughs> For Asher. Um so let's see what else happened. But he didn't last very long, right? Oh, he never got to even no. like do anything before he was no, recalled he back into just, yeah. service as uh the go between which honestly that just it feels like that's the better position. Yeah, but he wants the glory. Yeah, I guess he doesn't want to be looked down on by the you know people like Crixus all the time, and it was kind of I felt bad for him because he was like telling Buddy, I just like remember when I beat this guy, but I was like, hey, that's a, that guy's a little punk, and nobody remembers that. That was like <laughs> forever ago, dude. Like no one even cares. <laughs> You're better for me as a servant. I mean, a lap dog, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a, he's like a secretary. He's yeah. an assistant. Uh. So Crixus, yeah, and he seems to have a position of respect, I guess, except for when Spartacus comes along and wants to play chess. Yeah. And Asher does go and seems like he's betraying um, that uh, he goes to find Salonius, warns him about his life being in danger. Da, da, da. Do you think that um, Spartacus should have had a better... Uh, should have anticipated that Lucretia and Batiatis would pimp him out to one of their friends. I don't know. It's that kind of thing. He's still due to the slave life, to the gladiator life. Maybe, you know, maybe doesn't know that kind of thing happens. It just seems like they, all the other gladiators would talk. They'd say, you know, every once in a while, some horny person's going to come to the Ludus, and they're going to want to fuck one of, it, one of us. Might be you, John. Oh. I thought this was kind of a new thing, though. Has it been going on for a while? Well, I think it's new for the ladies of repute. Okay. And Lucretia could run a side business as a madam of, of like, a brothel, almost, specializing in, in, in indulging these women of, of high repute. But I would think that people who are not concerned about social status could come to the Ludus, pay a fee, and have sex with a gladiator, especially one who is... A celebrity, because think, oh, yeah, think about celebrities today. If if Did they were pay? at the call of a studio, let's say like they were owned by them, but they were famous and you know people would pay the studio money so that they could fuck those actors and actresses. So I would think that this has happened before. But Spartacus is very caught unawares. Like they want to do what? What me? But I'm That's a good idea. I'm sure Mary's that dead. somebody. <laughs> I feel like I'm married still. She's dead. But he did, you know, 
come around pretty quickly like I'll do what duties you perform he's trying to say that you know he's leaving his old life behind um yeah so yeah we talked about that Duro and Agron get beat up and Crixus keeps sneaking off to see what's her face and gets caught one time and by Doctore Asher and Varro get in a fight well, we did get to see Asher fight a little bit and Varro yeah. came after him that was found the- I really yeah. <laughs> my two favorite characters are Asher and Olivia I <laughs> should get together um, one of my notes is I haven't seen this much background nudity since Westworld <laughs> is that in this scene where they're uh, fighting I think, it's, I think it's like the earlier scene there's a bunch of like topless women oh yeah yeah plus there's a they're topless when they're rubbing Spartacus down and he goes naked yeah yeah they're saying that um in the commentary, they were saying that they it was weird how comfortable they got being naked around naked people all the time. <laughs> Everybody, I suppose you'd have to. Yeah, and then Crixus is still a dummy because he sees um, Nevia flirting with a guard and just gets mad at her, but she did it to steal the guard's key, God, which comes back later. Crixus so much. He's such an asshole. So what if she was flirting with the with the guard? You don't own her. She didn't pledge herself to you that I know of. <laughs> yeah, maybe she did. And we get to the nitty gritty. Are we at the nitty gritty, uh, or is there something more we can talk about before we get to the good stuff? Oh, uh, um. Do you remember my predictions a, from last time? No. What did I say about the horror? Did I say it was Spartacus? <sighs> oh, we have to check the tape on that. I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like I may have. That's all right. Yeah, let's see. Um, so Spartacus is going about to have sex with, I have her name written down here. Um, Licinia. Licinia, cousin of Marcus Crassus. <laughs> Just call her cousin of Marcus Crassus. Yeah, the cousin of Marcus Crassus. Uh, they cover him with gold body paint. They put a mask on him. They give us a full frontal shot, but I doubt it's Andy Whitfield. I don't think so either. Um, they didn't really say. Then we see a, a lady on a bed. I, I love this set, by the way. This fountain set. Yeah. The music is very, very, very evocative. It's a, it is a very pretty set. And uh, she, we see this blonde woman wearing a mask. She walks through the water seductively, and yeah, they, uh, uh, then they fuck. <laughs> yeah, Viva Bianca said that her friends, when they saw the show, they knew it was her actually because of the way that she walks. She guess she has a they recognized her from the way that she walks. Oh, I'm surprised she didn't just use like a body double for that. Yeah, I guess they figure why bother. <laughs> yeah. She has to pay. Was it there? Was I think it's on the Cast of Thrones podcast. I think when people get naked they call that maybe paying the iron price or something like that or paying the price <laughs> it's like um they talked on the commentary about like when uh Spartacus is about to enter her how he like uses his hand to uh you know gl- glide him, um, guide himself in yeah <laughs> so they were saying like yeah that's so realistic I hate it when shows don't do that and it just reminded me of a scene on Orphan Black when Rachel is getting on top of Paul, I think. I think she used her hand to guide him in. I just remember the clone dance party years making note of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was before you were on the show. I think. Yeah, yeah, before my time. 
um, so then they're doing their thing, and all of a sudden, Lucretia barges in with a um, Lucinia. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> this, oops. This is so, this is so fake. Like, oops. <laughs> so, so horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, then Spartacus and Elithia realize who they really are with, and Spartacus tries to choke her. <laughs> God, man. He goes at it. Yeah. And then they really dislike each other. Though I, I've never felt like that animus has, has been de- has been deserved, has been earned. Well, maybe on his part, but I don't think her. Oh, he embarrassed her husband forever ago. But and she and he's not yeah. even around now. So but she doesn't really seem to care much about her husband. Exactly. I, so. <laughs> I understand why he would hold the grudge, but I guess it should be more directed at Craig Parker, but Craig Parker's not here, so I guess he's got to direct it at somebody. So, you're very, Alicia, you're very staticky right now. That's a, that's a second. While you fix your uh, headset, I'm going to be going through uh, Twitter retweeting. All right, is that better? I wonder what causes that. I'm on a new computer now. I wonder if it's my mic or something. Well, you've always had like a hiss when you've recorded. Yeah, it's probably the microphone or the cable or something. Um, so Lithia goes batshit crazy. She's like, stop laughing. Yeah, because Lucinia's laughing at her like this is going to be the talk of the town. And she's laughing. Stop laughing. Stop laughing. (laughs) <laughs> she just jumps up, grabs loose. Oh, is my camera on? Your camera? <laughs> I'm covering that up because I'm not. Are you not decent? No. <laughs> I can't see you. I'm not. Okay. I don't have video chat on. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my underwear and the light was on. <laughs> anyway, um, so she just smashes Lucinia's head in. And I was like, I was like clapping for something. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's pretty gory. Just, it you was like the little... really gory. <laughs> I, re- I, I did rewind it. I it again. <laughs> uh, go, Elithia. <laughs> well, she snapped. Yeah. So. Then I guess the aftermath is where Spartacus kind of apologizes for losing control and Badiatis and Lucretia argue and it was not to my intent. Yeah, she just... And then uh, when Luce, Luce <laughs> almost shipped in Lucithia, uh, Lucretia and Elithia, um, yeah, when she's like, why did you do that? And the creature's like, you already know. <laughs> it's like, she's not <laughs> I even... I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> what are you talking about, bitch? You know why I did it? And she's she's like, yeah. Even... Well, fair point. Yeah. That's... Uh... It's not... It's like a lot of their dialogue is like they're kind of insulting. Well, maybe Lithia doesn't know she's being insulting, but it's kind of like they're just not saying stuff. They're saying stuff, but not saying other stuff. But this time it's like... You know, you know, I did it. It's like they're just being pretty blunt about it. I thought it was great. I I, I love these two. 
they're frenemies, you know? They're yeah. like they're like Jill and Catherine from The Young and the Restless. <laughs> Before they were mother and daughter. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> they fight all the time. They f- they they fight over each other's men. They sabotage each other, but at the end of the day, the only one who can stand who can stand them are, is each other. Each other. Yeah. And they're probably more stronger together than apart, but yeah, they're the way that they sabotage each other and undercut each other and how passive aggressive they always are, it's it's really great. They're really funny. My mom liked Young and the Restless. Is Victor still on there? Or is God, he- yes. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> I was more of a Days of Our Lives guy. And uh, yeah, Stefano died recently in the past uh, week or so. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stefano was <laughs> so crazy. Uh, kidnapped Marlena again, probably. <laughs> Took her to the afterlife. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we achieved. He was always obsessed with Marlena. Uh, he kidnapped her probably a few times and <clears throat> had a feud with the Bradys, which I think they finally explained Like after I stopped watching. It's like a long family feud that went back to Ireland, like 1800s or something. I don't know. Good Lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that was the episode. Mm-hmm. I just want to ha- pay a special call out to the dress that Lucre- Lucretia was wearing when she's being fucked by Crixus. It was black and had like spark- silver sparkles on it. It looked really nice. Most of the costumes well, are pretty good in this. Yeah, the sets look really good. The sets uh, okay. I liked the fountain set, which they've used a couple times. Do, 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 do. Um, any quotes? Uh, I have a lot from this one actually. How did you fare with How did you fare with Spartacus last night? Was his cock of impressive size when engorged? <laughs> this is the conversations I have with my friends all the time. Oh, <laughs> Not really. You have one? Uh, I have um. I didn't have the whole thing, but it's like, uh, this is Lucretia talking to Mira. I expect his cock in you, or you'll find a sword in its place. Mm. Honey drips from her tongue to conceal the bite of piss that she showers upon us. The acrid taste is well familiar, but we must learn to swallow it, along with our pride, until we have secured her husband's patronage. Why do they care about Glober? He's a loser. He's not even on the show anymore. <laughs> um, I don't have any others. Um, let me see here. You have killed me. No, I have brought us closer. Oh, yeah. See, I had a pop-up history note. Maybe it was the next episode. Let's see if I can find it. I like it. I liked it when Batiatis told Asher that his cunning was was sharper than any gladiator's sword. That's nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It said adultery by a woman always ended in divorce. If it was a powerful family, it could result in execution. So by the time she was saying, you've killed me. Any other quotes? Mm, Nah, I'm all right. Okay. Well, who won this episode? I want to say Lithia. No, maybe Dirty She Lose. (laughs) Well, Um, cousin of Marcus Crassus lost. Yeah, she lost. (laughs) She lost her life. I would say that Lucretia won. (laughs) <laughs> Lucretia, yeah. She set herself up to have an advantage over Lithia. And 
and it worked, and it was glorious, well, and yeah, it kind of went a little sideways at the end there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure she she was didn't plan on that murder. I think she just wanted to humiliate her. <laughs> I liked it when she was telling Batiatis, I, I didn't intend for that to happen. Like He's like, yes, then, you're responsible. Yeah, and then when Batiatis went to talk to Spark, he's like, yeah, I didn't intend for that to happen. <laughs> oh, hmm. Um, what is the best slur? Uh, <laughs> Lucretia. We know who the best slur is. Yes. It's Lucretia tackling the cousin of Marcus Crassus and just bashing her head like right on that <laughs> stone tile floor and just over and over again and mm-hmm. until it was like a just a, a mass of blood and bone. Bloody. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was awful. That's awesome. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was... <laughs> but better than that, better than that was that it was a ploy by Lucretia, that she... It was a smart tactic. I mean, maybe it wasn't smart. It was clever. Smart in the sense that it could backfire her, backfire on her at some point. But then I just loved the, when they were together, and she's like, it's brought us closer together. We're sisters now. It's like, oh, this is... So twisted and great. Like, oh, girl, you know why I did it. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I cackled with glee and uh, maybe I clapped and got up and was like, whoa, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> she just smashed her head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, So, who was, what was the best to lay? Uh, I'm going to, I really liked uh, that dress that Lucretia was wearing when she was uh, with Crixus. So I'm going to say that was the best layer. They're saying on the commentary that they, you know, I don't know if it was ever established, but I think maybe the idea they had in their heads was that um, Lucretia liked really rough sex. So it was kind of a rough time they were having. <laughs> they were just laughing. That looks really painful. <laughs> they were watching it on the commentary. I'm pretty sure that the cousin of Marcus Crassus wanted to be with a gladiator because she wanted the rough sex. Yeah. Um, I don't remember, so never mind. There was a scene they were talking about where, um, never mind. <laughs> I can't remember the fact about it was. Okay. So ratings. Well, originally Actually, I gave this a 10, <laughs> but then <laughs> like five minutes after it ended, I was like, okay, it's not that good. <laughs> just that the ending was really good (laughs) but i do think this is the strongest episode of the season so far so i ended up at a nine out of ten tongues dripping honey and cunts overflowing wow (laughs) that's a colorful writing (laughs) um yeah i really liked this episode too i was just really popping by the end i think that's a wrestling terminology for like a fan reaction um I was, um, I really enjoyed it. I'll give it a nine and a half out of ten indin- forehead indentations. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to see that image in my dreams. I also liked when Badiatis freaked out and she's, and she's like, no one knows that she's here. She didn't even tell her servants. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, next episode is Party Favors. Do we want to read Robin's feedback first and see if he's got anything to say about this particular episode, or do you think his feedback is all-encompassing um, and should be saved for the end? Let me see. Okay. No, let's sensate. Um, Spartacast. <laughs> Robin? Um, maybe we'll save it. Okay. 
Okay, you can save it. Um, yeah, next episode is Party Favors, originally aired March 26, 2010, directed by Chris Martin Jones, who's worked on Xena and Legend of the Seeker. I need to rewatch Legend of the Seeker. It's a good show. I think we talk about that every time we do the yeah, podcast. Yeah, because we got a lot of the same actors and crew. Yeah. Xena as well. Um, I love it when, by, when showrunners reuse actors and you. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a theater company. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Actors and, you know, same, some, a lot of the same, like writers and directors. Um, things about going to the Stratford Festival in Canada is how the actors will be in different productions simultaneously. So you'll see an actor do like a comedy, like a farce. And then they'll be in some serious Shakespeare drama, like the next night uh, in a different okay. theater. That's like how I was going to ask how often are different shows going on? Is it like stuff going on at the same time or it's like, it's all spring and summer. I think I forget yeah. when it starts, but it's like a good, I don't know, eight to 10 plays and two musicals for the entire couple months. Okay. And, uh, usually the cast members are in multiple productions at the same time. Stratford Festival. Yeah. I wish I could go. I wonder what, uh, I never got my book this year. Every year I get a program guide of what the plays and musicals are going to be. And I didn't get one this year, probably because I moved. Oh. I'm going to see what's playing here. Let's see here. Someone's knocking on my door. I'm just going to ignore them. Uh. (laughs) The musicals this year, well, next year, Guys and Dolls and HMS Pinafore. Shakespeare plays are Romeo and Juliet, Timon of Athens, and Twelfth Night. The modern plays are Treasure Island, The Virgin Trial, The Breathing Hole, and something called the Komagata Maru Incident. Okay, hang on a second. They're knocking again. Go. I'm going to keep reading these. Comedies, The School for Scandal, Tartiful, The Mad Woman of Shalott. And then we also have The Changeling. Ooh, good stuff. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Yeah, it's the mailman. I don't know why he wouldn't just leave them. It was really weird sometimes. I guess it's, um, I don't know, sometimes they'll leave stuff, sometimes they won't. He was walking off with them. and I don't have, like, I'm in my underwear, and I'm, like, not really wanting to, like, open the door. I'm like, can you just chop them off here? And it's like, yeah, sure. Anyway. Is your apartment building, like, interior hallways? No, it's, yeah. This is like an outside door that faces the outside. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. I don't know. Yes, I know sometimes that stuff is just left up to the discretion of the driver. Yeah. Um, and I and I wonder if so, some of the people who work on like Sundays, if they're actually postal employees or if they're contractors. Oh uh, yeah. My car. Um. Anyway, so. It was written by Brent Fletcher and Miranda Kwok, who have written previous episodes, but not together. Um, so this is the Numerius episode. <laughs> no, that was the most important thing that happened in this episode. <laughs> so his birthdays are... Is it He's birthday? birthday boy. Yeah, his birthday is coming up, and he gets to decide. He gets to... Um, it's the word I'm looking for. There's an exhibition coming. He gets to be the editor He's in charge. Um, Lithia is a little messed up, but she perks up all of a sudden <laughs> during the episode. 
guess Lucretia convinces her to come out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, there's the beginning Spartacus and what's his name fight. Spartacus and Barra fight a bunch of people and win. And then Marius is all excited because he loves this stuff, eating it up. And Barra gets to see his wife. So in this exhibition, before we get there, Uh I figured that at some point Spartacus would have to fight Varro, and that he would kill Varro. Really? Now, that's (laughs) not what happened here. He was forced to kill him after the fight had already ended, but I I anticipated that they would pit them against each other. At some point? Yeah. Yeah, Varro was... In the arena. Yeah. See, Varro was happy to see his wife, but everything's changed. He says everything's changed, but he's saying in a good way. Because she killed the guy who raped her. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of really bromantic kind of scenes between Spartacus and Varro in this episode. They're setting up for (laughs) something to happen. But they've been building their relationship all season. Yeah. You know, in the commentary, Andy Whitfield would say, you know, it's kind of rare that you have, you know, two characters... Or, you know, become best of friends and the same thing happens in real life. So it was kind of sad when they they knew it was coming. They just didn't know exactly how it would be, how it would happen. Um, Yeah, so how would you like the bust they had made of uh, Spartacus? (laughs) What was the point of the penis on the... I don't know. That was very strange. (laughs) That was weird. Is that that a Roman thing? Is that a common thing? I don't know. I should have looked it up. And the Whitfield said they did me justice. <laughs> they did me well. Uh, oh. Not 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 they did me justice. You're saying they they made he said something like they made me look good or something like that. Better. Navia gets confronted by the guard that she stole the key from. Apparently, wealthy Romans would hire guards. They hire uh, former gladiators and former soldiers to be their guards. Yeah, I was wondering. The hierarchy here, if they were also slaves, just higher up, or if they were private employees. Oh, I mean, I guess uh, they're, they're above the slaves, but are they yeah. slaves as well? That's what I was wondering. I don't think, I don't get the impression. Yeah, I think hmm. they're higher employees. I don't know. How much wealthier is this body? You're very far away right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm opening boxes. Um, how much wealthier is Badiatis than maybe the common Roman? Because like what? now, because like yeah, because he has to hire like guards. Like in our society, you know, the people that hire bodyguards are like you know celebrities or um, really rich, important people. I just wonder how common it was to hire guards back then. I mean, I don't know. In in, in the United States, when we had slavery, did were there guards on plantations? Or did they have another uh, cast of slaves watch the other slaves? Like, I know yeah, there I was think... a separation between, like, house slaves and field slaves. Was there another yeah. on top of that, which was the slaves that kept all the other slaves from rebelling because they were treated just a little bit better? Yeah, because you think that, you know, <laughs> slaves would rise up more unless there was something keeping them in check. I don't know. 
Um, All my references know. for that would be like movies and stuff, and I don't know how accurate yeah. that, any of that would be. Um, so this whole time, Alithia is kind of worried that people will see in her face. Where are you? Where are you now? Is you sound like you're facing away from the microphone again? I am. <laughs> Um, she's worried. I'm so excited. I got a Christmas present. Sorry. You did? I got, do you want to open it? <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us what you got? Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, um, Exploding Kittens expansion and nice. a book on drawing figures. Cool. And a candle. Yeah, I got a candle. I also got a book on weird stuff in Oregon a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Lydia's worried that people will be able to see in her face that she's done something uh, horrible or awesome, depending on your point of view, <laughs> depending on how you see it. Um, but Lucretia's like, nobody will know unless you tell them. But you know, you know that something, <laughs> somebody's going to find out. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if the uh, the statue... The, the the bust on the pillar. Are you supposed to rub the cock like as you go by for good luck? For good luck. Yeah. So um, are, are where? So are there keeping the statue right there? Like what? Are, I mean, it's. I I think it's, it's just like the hall of statues. Um. Yeah. To Spartacus, let him put it in decoration. Yeah. Decor. Oh, where'd you go? Look that much. Oh, you're breaking up. Uh, yeah, I'm breaking up. Yeah, you still are. Yeah, close the wrong window. Um, how about now? <laughs> uh, a little bit better, yeah. What were we saying? Well, we were talking about the statue and, wh- and where you would put that in your home. You're basically looking for interior decorating tips. I'm sorry, I don't have any. Okay. I don't... Um, yeah, I didn't even look all that much. Well, I guess statues don't really look that much like people... Let's see. I'm trying to reopen my notes because I closed them by accident. Okay. Um, well, we open in the arena, and of course, I'm looking for the woman who bears her breasts. I'm looking for people eating watermelon. <laughs> we didn't see any of those, did we? I didn't see either one, but I, I'm always looking at those crowd shots. I want to know who's in that, who's there at that audience. You know, who's who's an audience member for this thing? Who's in the crowd? What are they doing? How into this are they? Yeah, they decapitated that in the skybox. In one of the suites, (laughs) we have Batiatas and Lucretia and that nerdy kid, (laughs) the dweeb, Numerius, and uh, his parents. And did you say say Lucretia? (laughs) I didn't say Lucretia. I think I said Lucretia. Okay. I would have rewired and see because it's, <laughs> it's got Laquisha. Maybe and... <laughs> I did say Laquisha. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. family. <laughs> yeah, the family and and the women are just they're just uh, talking small talk while these men are fighting for their lives, being murdered in front of them. Where's Alithia? Alithia's not here. Did she go Where home already? She? <laughs> she? Ridiculous. Is this the episode? Yeah, this is the episode where Argo, Argon, where Agron. <laughs> Whatever. The German without the German accent. The German who sounds yeah. Australian. Yeah. Agron and Duro have their little spat because um, Duro submitted and then when he fights Crixus again, he just 
gets keeps going, even though he's getting beat up. Yeah, and that's and when uh, his brother's like, stay down. Wait, you just told him not to do that. <laughs> so he gets the respect of the other gladiators by getting beat up, but not surrendering. And Umeri's just like, <laughs> he's just so excited by this. They treat him like he won, even though he got his ass kicked. Yeah. It's called respect. You have respect <laughs> for other people, you little shithead. <laughs> you don't know anything about that. At uh, some point, Asher sees Crixus and Navia having sex. I'm sure that's not going to come back up again later. I love you, Asher, but please don't be petty about this. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you're asking a TV character not to be petty? Yeah. <laughs> I just think you're better than this, than exploiting their relationship. He's always looking for advantage. I guess. Over everybody. He's like... Just he's just everywhere. He just pops up everywhere whenever something's going on. That something secret's going on. True. I want him to advance his own station without necessarily hurting the people below him. You know, it's it's easy to exploit people below you. I'd have more respect if you if you're able to do it against people who are above you. It's just saying with a guard accusing Mira of stealing his key, and Spartacus steps in and, ouch. Burns his face. It's really weird because it seems because Body Out is kind of picked. You know, he took Spartacus' side over his guard side. And this, like, he, the guard loses a month of wages. Wow. <laughs> wow. That seems. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's being gross, but. A month? I just, you really can't win with Body right? He's like, everyone's in, everyone's at fault. Like, she's at fault because she was asking for it. The guard's at fault because what are you doing uh, taking advantage of my property? Spartacus, thank you for breaking this up, but you're at fault for for getting involved. Everyone's in trouble. Go to your rooms. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck a slave. So, uh, so yeah, so now Badiata's played um, chess against the magistrate. He's kind of seems like yeah. Wasn't he like repeating stuff that he learned from Spartacus? <laughs> like it's just about you know, about combat. Who was who was repeating? Badiatis just using some of Spartacus's words from when they played or something. It's, oh it's, yes, well, after they they play, um, Ludus electrical chess. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> play Roman chess. Um, yeah, he repeats Spartacus's word words. I mean they the Romans viewed that game as like practice for for battles, like strategy. Yeah. It wasn't just a game, it was it, it was like a standard battle and warfare. Education. Yes, an educational tool. So there is a scene in the bath with Numerius and Elithia. <laughs> she said on the commentary that, you know, he was a really mature kid, but it was kind of strange to be starting <laughs> with a yeah well there wasn't much yeah. there wasn't much to it she shows up she kind of goes in the bath it's presumed that they have sex yeah as you're saying that the actor was really mature but it was kind of weird to be flirting with a 15 year old oh absolutely and they had to sit her at a they had to have her sit at a certain angle so her breasts were her cleavage was showing a lot but yeah but yeah <laughs> she got she got him to do <laughs> her yeah, bidding. What she wanted, yeah. 
Because she hates Spartacus enough that she would hurt him by having Varro kill Yeah, she saw them earlier, you know, bromancing. She saw them earlier, like, you know, horsing around so she could see they were friends. Um, Salonius showed up at this exhibition, but I don't think he did anything. Mm, no, he he is not really involved in this series like I thought he would be. I think he's going to be involved more so because Asher wants out. Yeah. So little boy says that, yes, yeah, the exhibition time. Little boy says that, yeah, I think Crixus is, <laughs> I think Crixus is past his pride. I want Varro to fight Spartacus. Crixus is so pissed. <laughs> Thinks you can see him like stewing over there. <laughs> and they fight for a while and Spartacus wins, of course. Of course. And it's time for the little fucker to pass judgment. And he does thumbs down. Everybody's like, what? It takes it. It takes it. Yeah, we kind of registered with everybody across the room. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I don't think like, they came for that. <laughs> yeah, they we weren't expecting that. They weren't expecting it. I think if they're, if they're in the arena, they expect it. Here, this is a party. They weren't they weren't prepared for this. <laughs> Imagine like you go into like a dinner party and somebody gets executed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and the> magistrate, <laughs> the magistrate says, maybe uh, is there a problem? Like I'll pay you for this. I'll pay you for this guy. <laughs> like, I'll reimburse you. He says it like there's some there is talking about in the commentary. Like they say this like right in front of the guy who's about to die. Like yeah, I'll just pay you for him. <laughs> reimburse the cost of them. Yeah, but it's not just... <clears throat> excuse me. It's not just Varro. It's also how does this affect Spartacus, which is his his number one earner. Yeah. If they're friends, and they do well in the arena together, you can't just replace Varro. Spartacus might be thrown into such a state of depression, and it seems like he will be, that yeah. it's going to hurt his performance in the arena, so you can't just replace Varro. And I really feel like Batiatis could have said something else, like, you know, you know what? Not doing that. Like, I know it's your birthday, but no, this, these men really are my property, and I'm not okay with this. Tell you what, why don't you, uh, why don't you pick one of my other house slaves? You could have them killed or something. <laughs> you could have anything really, you want, really, not that. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> He doesn't want to say no to the magistrate, though. He's so I big on guess, trying to get but political. I, I feel like he could have said, time out for a second. He could have taken the little kid. He's being like, let's, let's have a little conversation, man to man. Because you're a man now. It's like your bat mitzvah. Or your bar mitzvah. And like, <laughs> take the boy to like a private chamber and say, look, kiddo. First of all, why why did you ask this? Oh, well, Lithia had you do it because you had sex with her. Okay. So you're being you're like gonna allow yourself to be exploited by a woman? That's how that's how you phrase it. Okay. Like, oh the kid would be like, Oh shit, no, I don't want Oh man, now I really feel like a chump. Okay. And also these are the reasons why you can't, and we just talked about. He could lay it all out and say, Alright, now let's go back in there and please tell say that you are only joking. And then the kid would be like, I was just kidding around and they'd be like, Oh, okay, so the kid changed his mind. There were ways, I just feel like there were were ways to maneuver, and Batiatis didn't even try. She touched my wiener. Nobody's touched my wiener before. (laughs) I gotta do what she says. Just gotta. 
So yeah. Switching microphones. Okay. Maybe. I can't hear you yet, but I can hear me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're very low, but I can hear you. Um, how's that? Uh, that's a lot better. Okay. So, yeah, she tested Wiener. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why Varro had to die. And on the commentary, Viva Biancas. Oh, so, yeah, we didn't get to that part. So, yeah, so. Spartacus doesn't want to do it, but Varro says, yeah, you need to do it so you can live. Just take care of my family. And Spartacus did it. Yeah, he puts the sword through his best friend's neck. Uh, and we get a shot of Alithia just full of glee. and. I remember Spartacus being the one to kill Varro, but I didn't remember exactly how it came about. Um... Alithia said, uh, the actress said that the first time she saw this, she cried because she couldn't re- believe what her character had done. Oh, honey. Come on. <laughs> Best friends. Nope. No. <laughs> is pissed afterwards. And I feel Spartacus. like the women on this show are, are way smarter than the men on this show. <laughs> yeah. Batiatis is pretty clever, but... And Asher, too. And Asher. Yeah, but I think uh, I would put... Alithia and Lucretia above Asher and Vitiatis. Yeah. If they were playing that stupid game and they were on teams, I would be team Lucretia and Alithia. <laughs> Spartacus is pretty, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's good at warfare, but not good at scheming, <laughs> plotting, these kinds of things. At work, we have like a gift uh for charity program you bring in gifts for families that are sponsored uh and then like you get like a raffle ticket for something later um but people were wrapping presents at work and one of the the women that she was she was wrapping a battleship i'm like oh battleship that's a stupid game it's just luck it's just guessing she's like it's about it's about strategy like no it's not it's guessing (laughs) it's <laughs> yeah. Get Stratego if you want a game about strategy. Plus, battleship. Battleship, Wait, you want to teach them uh, the value of war fighting? Well, that's a good message to send to a little kid. Yeah. Also, it's it's hella old. Yeah. Like, there are way better board games and games in general than. So, uh, stupid. Our game nights, you know, uh, last game night we had a you know a few like older people come and they were like. They didn't like the kind of games we were playing. They're like, you know, I like games like, you know, Monopoly and oh. Pictionary. Like, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna find too many people in this group. <laughs> Who but play they it? did, no. yeah, they did. They did get a, they did get a game of Pictionary going. They someone found a copy in the building we were in or something. But I, yeah, like I think I got, I get in this old dusty box. I think I have a Pictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just <laughs> dust that off here. Yeah. <laughs> That someone made an observation at work that it looked like the games were picked out by by adults, not by kids. <laughs> yeah, and not adults who play games, but adults who think like, "Oh, yeah, Monopoly, that's a game. Battleship, that's a game. Shoots and ladders, like these are terrible games. There are so many good board games and card games out there. Why <sighs> are you going to these old standbys that suck?" Yeah, I used to get into some game of life, but that was like. 
over 20 years ago <laughs> uh, when we were trying to play it now. Every year I buy my partner in science, Reaper Girl, a gift for Christmas. And for Christmas this year, I sent her the Firefly version of Clue. She's I think English. I saw that. She's yeah. a brown coat, so. I don't know if she has it. I hope she doesn't have it. But uh, Yeah. Should um we'll probably already do have those out there, like just a podcast where you're just playing a board game. <laughs> a video um, cast, maybe. A video cast. There's yeah, there's plenty of those and uh there are board game podcasts where they review games. Okay. I need to look into some of those. I'm writing that down. So when I do put together that spreadsheet I've been promising, I'll see this note to look up board game podcast. <laughs> So I, I, wasn't think- a, I wasn't a fan of Varro, really, but I didn't. I would have rather he died in the arena. Yeah. Rather he had gone out in. Rather, no, not in the arena necessarily. I would have rather he'd gone out in some sort of heroic fashion. But this was just brutal and uh, unfair. And one of my notes is damn you, Alithia, you clever bitch. <laughs> she's but, got. She's killed two people, basically, in the past two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> she's the reaper let's call her the reaper <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like Spartacus started to believe his own hype like he started to think of himself as uh, the champion of Capua and untouchable and now this has really just brought him back crashing back to earth like you're a slave and these people will do whatever they want to you this is your life your life is is theirs not yours but Andy Woodfield is a really good crier <laughs> yeah, Mira comes to comfort him in his cell. Okay, I think that's about it. Let me see if there's anything else. Oh, they did. Some ladies were talking about Lucinia going missing. And Elithia <laughs> yeah, almost kind of spills. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's because, having like visions of the blood on the floor. Yeah. Like, no, we haven't seen her. Wasn't she. Wasn't she going on vacation? <laughs> yeah. I think she was going for a long vacation at some point. It's kind of... Um, Lucretia got mad at her husband for playing chess with Spartacus. Mm-hmm. It's beneath you. There's um, a lot of people being summoned in these two episodes. You have been summoned. Uh, that's it for my notes. Yeah, that's pretty much it for my Any quotes? My quote is, oh, fuck the heavens. How can you keep besting a man so far above your station? <laughs> I like when Lucretia said, Jupiter's cock, will you come to grips? <laughs> Just get a hold of yourself, Lucretia. Um, any more quotes? No, I didn't have very many quotes this time. Yeah. Maybe so, I was just kind of tired of writing stuff down. My yeah, I was... I um, watched them back to back, and for the first one, I'm like typing everything down, and I'm like, oh, there's a quote, let me pause the pause the episode and write it down. And then I think for this one, I was just like, I just want to let it play. I don't really feel like pausing it anymore. Yeah, I think for this episode, I was uh, Christmas shopping. So I was a little bit distracted. (laughs) I was trying to, I was just trying to get my Christmas shopping finished. So, and then I think when the episode ended, I kind of just went away from my computer for a little bit. And when I came back, Amazon was saying that everything and my cart was unavailable, so I'm like, whoa, did they sell out of this stuff when I, while well, I stepped away from my computer? But I think they were having some problems because everything I tried to add to my cart was listed as unavailable all of a sudden. So when I came back later that night, I was able to finish shopping. But anyway, 
I was distracted this episode a little bit. <laughs> so I think we know who the loser is. <laughs> uh, yeah, are you going to say it's Varro? Varro, yeah. So you could say it was Spartacus. Who lost more? Hmm. Spartacus lost his best friend. Varro lost his life. But how much is his life worth? His family lost. They have no one mm. to provide for them now. Well, Spartacus, I, I suppose, right? Yeah. He, he agreed to uh, to keep paying. Mm. I'm fine saying Varro. This will be his last chance to lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't miss that hair. I hated that blonde hair. That hair was awesome. And yeah, Jai Courtney hated that hair too. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that hair was awful. Uh, who's the winner? <laughs> I think it's got to be Alithia. Oh my! Why you had something else? I uh, know it's just not, wasn't that two in a row for her. No, it was Lucretia no, 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 last Lucre- time. I think Lucretia yeah. won last time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have oh, to keep tallying these wins and loses on the spreadsheet so we can at the end of the series <laughs> who won this? Who won Spartacus? I think you know the spreadsheet might be like um. Thing that I keep promising but never happens was it's, it's kind of like how well not exactly but how Jimmy Kimmel keeps saying uh, apologies to Matt Damon like they're gonna have Matt Damon on but then they run out of time <laughs> yeah Matt, a recurring yeah. bit yeah. yeah but I would really rather you t- retain <laughs> the spreadsheet like I said I'm gonna do before we get too far into the show so it won't be that much of a pain so I think the first two few episodes I have to go back and listen to the that part of the show because I wrote down, but I didn't write down like which rating, which person gave which rating. I just kind of wrote down the ratings. <laughs> um, so best slay. Well, <laughs> there's two, right? Well, two big. Well, there's the one at the beginning where they decapitate that guy. I would say that's the best. Okay. <laughs> if you're talking about Varro, that wasn't. Yeah, that, that was really good. sad. Yeah, that wasn't. That was decapitating. Bit guy. That bit guy was a UFC fighter, apparently. Ooh, was he? Mm. Um, what was the best lay? Best lay? Was there one? Um, there was. Was there Crixus and Navia? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It wasn't like that great, but it's the best one. The only one. And ratings. Well, I liked this one. Less than the previous one. Yeah. Like, quite a lot. So I'm going to go down 7.5 out of 10. Best parties ever. Yeah. Um, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 handsome criers. Criers. I was going to snuggle with Mira. Oh, that's cute. Um, I'm ready to ship them. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like this one as much as... I don't think I like this one as much as the thing in the pit. So I would have to probably go under an eight because I think I gave it that an eight or eight and a half. What did I give the thing in the pit? Oh, you don't know because <laughs> of your spreadsheet. I know. <laughs> so spreadsheet would solve every problem. This is trying to call me. Um, spreadsheets uh, for everything. Every. I actually have tons of spreadsheets in my Google Drive. <laughs> I'm making one right now just to compare keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> I once taught a class on uh, basic office uses. So I had to teach community college students how to do spreadsheets. That was fun. I didn't that know was, that. That was interesting. What teacher? I did. That's how I, you know, 
that was probably what got me over my fear of speaking in front of people, having to teach a class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I can tell you the thing in the pit. We gave it an eight and a half and an eight. I'm not sure who gave what rating, though. <laughs> Fine with seven and a half, then. So I'm going to say seven and a half. Um, seven and a half little annoying brats. I was hoping he'd go over that cliff. And I honestly don't remember his fate, so I'm just going to say that I hope he dies a horrible death. <laughs> they put him in the arena. All the gladiators <laughs> take him apart. Yeah. He's Magistrate. like, I'm your number one fan, and we're like, we don't fucking... The magistrate falls into hard times, and um, he gets sold into slavery. I guess that's not something you wish on somebody, but... <laughs> Um, okay, feedback from Robin. Yes, I'm excited for this. Let's get Christopher to it. Robin. Do you want me to read it? Um, if I can pull it up. I was going to read it off my phone, but I can pull it up. No, let's do it this way. This will all be truncated, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what's really what I hate sometimes is that how icons for different apps look similar. So you end up opening the wrong one, and you lose, like, five seconds of time. Okay, I'll paste it in Facebook. <laughs> in Facebook? Yeah. Oh, like in a messenger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a messenger. I'm opening it now. All right, I better take a drink of water. It's kind of long. <laughs> All right, okay. Robin writes, Hey, guys! Wow, I actually got ahead of you this time. Of course, since you seem to be putting these out once a month now, I should have no excuse. Robin. We're both very busy people. <laughs> Luckily, I spotted Matt's call for feedback in the group, and I went ahead and watched Horror and Parting Gifts. Since I'm running this at work, I'm going to do the annoying thing and not look characters' names out. Hopefully, oh, I writing. get right. Of course, right. it really could make these characters' names a little easier. Why call your character Crixus when you could have a solid Christian name like Hank or Jimmy? Just saying. Romans, meet your champion. Gary of Capua. Cue toothless cheering and someone shaking their bare breasts. Yes. <laughs> what was Matt calling the blonde girl? Cindy? Jill? Kimberly, right? Um, actually, I was calling her Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> anyway, she had quite a time in these two episodes. The switcheroo in horror was pretty much a given after seeing that the other noblewoman looked exactly like her. When she and Spartacus hooked up, I thought that after it was revealed who they were that they'd have some sort of doomed relationship after. Maybe not one of love, but more like what Chex Mix and Janin are having. Huh? What does that, um, that mean? Is he talking about Lucretia and Crixus? Chex Mix and Jane? Or, I don't know, Navy? I, mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Robin, it's okay that you have fake names for characters, but you have to tell us who these people are so we know too. Um, and it's interesting that he saw ahead that they would be switched because I didn't. It caught me unawares. I guess Sparto has a mad hate for her. I just figured he hated her husband. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense why she hates him so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a little underdeveloped that hatred there. Of course, it's been hard to pin down what Spartacus is working toward post-wife murder, I would agree. He seemed to be resigned to being a gladiator until he was forced to kill Captain Boomerang. That was pretty sad. Of course, okay, is Captain Boomerang uh, Varro? 
I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forced to kill him. Okay, Captain Boomerang. I like that. <laughs> that was pretty sad. Of course, he seemed to be living the good life after he worked things out with his ladies, so he was pretty much doomed. It's a shame. I liked him on the show. So are they going to try to make the Dum Dum Twins happen now? I don't know who they are, but they keep squabbling in the background here and there. Yeah, I yeah, I think they're going to happen now, but I, I so far they have not brought anything to the table. I was happy to see Nissa El Ghul on the show. She is one of the better recurring actresses on Arrow, and I like how they are having her be Spartacus's love interest. She is gorgeous. Yes, she is very pretty. She has like a freckled complexion. Which uh, is, I love freckles. It's it's <laughs> very beguiling. It's uh, you know you don't usually see that kind of complexion on television, but she is stunning. Kimberly is pretty gorgeous too, despite her evil ways. That teenage boy probably lasted five seconds with her in the tub. Wowza! <laughs> I was glad that burn leg guy. What's his name? Carl. I was glad to see Carl suit up as a gladiator for two minute for two minutes. They really should let him go in the arena to get his stupid face beaten. Aww. <laughs> I love him. Carl. I think that's it. Looking forward to seeing Spartacus's soul get crushed more next week. It's time for Kimberly's husband, Chad, to show back up again. Robin. He does look like a Chad, I think. Oh, Robin does have another email. So, um... Oh, does he? I wonder what I called this guy uh, in my notes in the first episode, since we haven't seen him. I think oh, I called him Julian. Julian. <laughs> uh, Robin says his second email. Oops. I just realized that in my feedback, I called the episode Party Favors by the name Parting Gifts. Of course, we all know that next week's episode is called Parting Gifts because it's the one where Spartacus realizes that the kiss he and Captain Boomerang shared before <sighs> he was killed actually transferred the power of having visions to Spartacus. I always get those Robin. mixed up. Robin. Juno's cheeseburger phone. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. All right. Thank you for the feedback, though. Yeah, thanks, Robin. Appreciate it. So, uh, we come to an end of Spartacast. What's on? What's on next time? Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. What are the next episodes? I don't know. Let's see. Um, wrong file. Let's try clicking on this one. <laughs> okay, so the next two episodes, eleven is called Old Wounds, and twelve is called Revelations. Old wounds. Yes. Mm. Okay. Old wounds. Uh, Globber's back finally. Yeah, uh-huh. and he and his uh scuffles with Spartacus still burn in his memory. They are the old wounds that will not go away. Okay, I don't know. I don't really have anything for that one. I'm getting <laughs> tired here. I'm flagging. What, what about Revelation? My interest is flagging here. <laughs> uh, Revelations. That's a terrible title. It could be anything, couldn't it? That's where all the secrets come out. I don't know. All this, what what secrets are we hiding here? That Tiffany beat that woman's head in? What else is there a secret? Uh, um, Lucretia's fucking Crixus. Uh, Spartacus's wife. How she really died. Um, Asher that seems, has... A... That seems too soon to happen. Yeah, I don't really have anything for either of these. I it, <laughs> We're not at the end of the season yet. Uh, we're almost there. And then we this have... Will be the, 
Yeah, this will be the last one before we do the finale. Let me read you a synopsis of Revelations. I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you give me any hints about either of these? Um, Old wounds. Uh, Asher's the, burns start to itch, so he rubs yogurt on them to make the itching sensation go away. And when that doesn't work, he takes a milk bath. Okay. Now it looks like we're going to see his wife again, at least in one scene. <laughs> Uh, Spartacus is? Yeah. Okay, Revelations, Spartacus learns that Batiatis had his wife killed, but he can't act now. But he starts to put plans into motion, which will culminate in the finale of him rebelling and leading the gladiators out of the, out of the Ludus. The Revelations will happen toward the end of the episode. But okay. something's got to kick the kick that slave rebellion into into full gear, right? That's kind of the... Or that's the direction of the series. That's kind of where we're going, yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe Revelations, he finds out the truth about his wife, and uh, it's enough to per- make the finale about his rebellion, just getting them out of the Ludus. I hope so. I want to get out of this place. I don't want to be here <laughs> season three. Yeah. Or season, do you call it, consider it season three or season two? Um, season two. Season two. This con- yeah, they call it, they consider it season two because the prequel. Season zero. Yeah, <laughs> prequel season. All right. Okay. So, guess that's it. That is. I haven't it. eaten at all today, so I know I I'm so hungry. <laughs> I had a little bowl of cereal and some pretzels, and it's like I I gotta go make myself some dinner right now. Yeah. All right. Or at least so have lunch. I'm starving. It's two thirty. <laughs> okay. Is it your birthday 20. today? It was yesterday. Well, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. I'm an old, old man. So Still. Old. <laughs> I'm so old, I knew Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school with Spartacus. All right. All right. Well, um, find us on Spartacast.com. Go on the Facebook website, Facebook.com. Look up Spartacast. Ask to join the group. We'll let you in if you're a real person, not a bot. Send us that feedback. Mail at Spartacast.com. We'll be talking about episodes 11 and 12 next time. Probably uh, in January. <laughs> yeah, most likely. In January. Okie doke. All right, that's it. All Bye. right. Bye.